Hi, everyone. My name is Trika Wheeler, and I want to welcome you to the Professional DNA Podcast. I am here as your career mindset strategist and the founder and CEO of T. Wheeler Strategic Solutions, a professional development and consulting company. I am so passionate about leveraging strategy to advance in anything you do in life. It's my passion and my mission to help you strategically navigate your professional journey and help you to discover your professional DNA, your defined natural ability to succeed. I am here to help you discover your unique value and to shift those mindsets and design a strategy to help you advance in your career, make more money, and do so all while achieving work-life harmony. That's right, your career, your professional life, and your personal life coexisting and working harmoniously together. It's time for you to win, and I'm here to help you cross the finish line. Grab that notebook, grab that pen, and let's jump in. Hey, hey, Achievers, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Professional DNA Podcast. It's Tarika Wheeler, your career mindset strategist. And today we are going to clear something up. We are going to clear something up because a lot of times I think professionals believe that they want to be irreplaceable. They want to be irreplaceable. They want to be in a position to where they have this job security because nobody can do what they do. And if the company loses them, you know, they're they're done. And so they want to be irreplaceable. But I want to challenge that thought. I want to challenge that thought because I think you want to strive to be promotable versus irreplaceable. Okay, so that's what we're talking about today. Grab your notebook, make sure you got a pen. You know how we how how we do. <laughs> you got to take some notes. I really really need you to get this because career advancement is is inevitable for you. You're amazing. You're an achiever. You know you've got, you know, more to attain in your professional journey. You know that you are designed to continue to do great things and that there's something greater out there for you and I want you to go get it. But I need you to do it with the right mindset. And I need you to have a promotable mindset versus this irreplaceable mindset. Let's change our thinking. Okay. And you may say, Trika, why? Guess what, guys? This episode is going to be quick and easy for you because it's a very, very clear message on why I need you to be in a place of thinking that you are promotable and positioning yourself to, to, to be so year over year within your career versus being irreplaceable. When you think about being irreplaceable, what do you think a company is going to do if you're the only person who can operate in a certain space, the only person who knows a particular software, the only person who knows how to lead this particular project or you know, knows how to you know, manage this particular area within the company? The, believe it or not, that actually can stifle your growth. And if you're that irreplaceable and there's no one else within the company who can do what you do, yeah, sure, it might afford you job security, but it also may put you in a place to where you're stuck. Because why would the company want you to advance and move out of that role when there's nobody who could step in and fill it for you, right? There's nobody who can come in behind you. There's no secession plan, if you will, or there's no one who is being cross-trained or empowered to learn the same types of skill sets or learn the tools or software or the space within the company that you're operating in. So as you're striving to be irreplaceable, 
you are securing your seat indefinitely, <laughs> meaning you are stifling your growth because the company's not going to be so inspired or motivated or encouraged to promote you. But you might get a raise from a compensation perspective, perhaps. But again, it's going to keep you in that box. So if you're looking to grow from a title perspective, both in title and compensation and raise your stature within the company, you're looking to you know, go into a different division. You're looking to manage a higher level of projects or a different client. If you put yourself in a position to where what you do is irreplaceable and no one else can come in and fill that seat, you may be cutting yourself off from opportunity and growth. Ah, you didn't think about it like that, did you? (laughs) That's okay. A lot of professionals don't because we get so hard pressed on being the, the, the only one who can do a certain thing. I want you to focus more on being promotable. And when you are ready to make that next career move, when you are ready to take things to another level, that you position yourself to not only have someone waiting in the in the in, in the balances to take your role, but you have been able to nurture and mine the area in which you're wanting to get promoted into so that it is going to be easy and smooth sailing. Also, when we get out of this irreplaceable mindset, we actually can start to tap more into our leadership skills and capabilities. Why? Because you can identify those who could be in a position to actually take your place, right? You can identify those who you want to grow and mentor and and direct a bit so that they have an opportunity to grow into where you are looking to advance out of. Does that make sense? So perhaps there is a junior level team member that is under you, or perhaps there is a manager who was looking to be promoted to director as you're going to senior director or VP. Perhaps there's someone who works in uh, accounting or works on the floor, you know, whatever level of uh, professionalism where you, wherever you are, right, within your career. Think about those who are in positions that are um, at another level than you that may be looking to advance. How can you position yourself to mentor them, to grow them, to show your leadership and management abilities and position them for growth at the same time while you're positioning yourself for not only growth, but also to be promotable? Does that make sense? I can tell you within my career, there were times where I was like, oh, no one else can do this. No one else can run this program. No one else can do this the way I can. And what I quickly had to find out was that honestly, if I wanted this, this, this legacy of excellence to continue forward when I am, you know, moving to another level, being promoted, transitioning to a different job, whatever it may be, that one of the best things I can do is be sure that I'm cross-training or that I'm empowering and encouraging others around me to learn what it is that I'm doing and how I'm doing it. How am I strategically approaching program development? How am I strategically approaching sponsor management or you know, pro, uh, event or program management, whatever area within my career where I was focused in? How do I train others so that when I'm gone, That legacy of excellence and the way that things were moving forward can continue. And then guess what? Probably even advance even more. Because once people come behind others, they see opportunities for growth. They see opportunities for innovation. But the the excellence that you have put forth and all the hard work that you have done, hopefully will be able to move forward because you have been a part of the 
positioning of the person who's coming into that role. And that's not always possible, especially if, you know, folks are coming in outside of the organization or company and the, and the organization is having to hire uh, when they are promoting you or you're looking to go to another level. But let me tell you, it makes it much easier for a company to promote you when there is someone already prepared right and ready to go to come into the role that you would be transitioning out of so i don't want you to be irreplaceable i don't i want you to be promotable and let's talk about what that looks like that's really where i want to spend our time today how can you shift out of being irreplaceable and really get into a mindset of being promotable you guys ready i'm gonna give you a couple things that i want you to focus on Okay. All right. Number one. So don't expect others to tell you how to contribute. If you want to be promotable within your organization, you have got to observe your surroundings and not look for someone else to tell you how to contribute to your team or division or company or organization. You have got to have this curiosity around the growth and advancement that you want to see, which means that curiosity has to dive in deep to what's happening around you, what's happening in the company, what's happening in the the board meetings, what's happening in manager meetings, director meetings. You may say, well, Tariq, I don't have insight into those. Well, that's where you have to identify ways to engage and gain that insight into what's happening behind doors in which you are not behind yet. And notice I said yet because you're gonna get there. But you have to have this curiosity. So don't expect others to tell you how to contribute. I want you to think strategically and critically how to do so and do the research that you need to do. Which leads me into number two, do the homework. (laughs) That's right. Here we are as professionals still doing homework after elementary school, middle school, high school, college, grad school, if you went to grad school, certifications that you may have had all the things. We are still doing homework. And homework is essentially another word for research. I want you to do your homework, do your research, put yourself in a position to where you know that you know that you know all the things about the position that you're wanting to get promoted into, right? The team that you're wanting to get promoted into, the project that you're wanting to get promoted into. It should be as if you're already operating in that space. You, you should know so much about your next move that it feels like you're already there, right? I will tell you, when I uh, transitioned from uh, living in Austin, Texas and moving to the D.C. area, and I was moving from working within a, a global organization, I was working at the local level, but I was trans- local and state level, I would say, but I was transitioning to work at the national office. I made it my business to know all of the things around the national office that I needed to know before I even got there. I was operating in that space before I was even there because I wanted to ensure that I had done my homework and that when I arrived formally, right, officially, I was ready to rock and roll. So you need to know that about the space that you're looking to be promoted into. You need to start operating in that now. And that will also be noticed by leadership. That will also be noticed by, you know, supervisors and managers that you're working up under, that you're operating at a higher level and that you know, you know what's going on. You're already operating as a manager, as a director, as a senior associate, whatever it may be, whatever that goal is. They see by your your actions, by your conversations, the way you interact in meetings. They're looking at the, the level of work that you're submitting, the, the things that you're volunteering to participate in. They're just like, wow, you're already operating at a level above. 
But in order to do that, you have to do your what? (laughs) Your homework. You got to do your homework, okay? All right, number three. Number three, showcase your, your stuff. Showcase your stuff. Showcase your capabilities. Let me tell you something. You guys know, I believe you have everything inside of you to be your best and what? Unique self. That uniqueness about you, your professional DNA, your defined natural abilities to succeed, that needs to come through every single day. What is it that makes you unique? What is it that you can contribute that sets you apart from others that are around you? And then weave that in to your actual technical capabilities, right? Weave that in into your ability to lead, your ability to be empathetic, your ability to um, manage multifunctional teams, whatever it may be. And then let's layer in some of that professional DNA. You have got to showcase your capabilities. You are your own CEO, chief marketing officer, director of communications, public relations uh, affairs director, whatever it may be. You're all of those for yourself. It is up to you to promote what you are capable of doing. It's up to you. You are a walking capability statement. Um, you know, if you, you've been listening to Professional DNA, you guys know I work in project management and um, work as a uh, federal contractor. And one of the things that uh, companies do is that they develop a capability statement. What is your capability statement? Right? What is it that you're promoting and selling to your team, your organization, your company? Right? A capability statement is essentially telling uh, the federal government or, you know, whoever the potential client is, is here are all the things that we're able to do right? These are, this is what we're capable of. This is what our team is capable of. These are the types of past performances that we have had, and this is how we're going to be able to benefit you. I want you to think about what is your capability statement, right? What is it that you are bringing to the table? Why does the company need you? And showcase that. And again, it's not why they need you from this place of being irreplaceable, It's why they need you and they need you not at this level, but they need you at another level, right? How are you demonstrating those capabilities and showcasing those in a valuable way that they say, oh, no, 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 no. We got to get this person to the next level. We want to invest in them so we can continue to have them as a, we can retain them, right? Companies are trying to retain good talent. How can they do so if they don't know that you are the good talent, right? So I want you to showcase your capabilities. That's number three. That's number three. You ready for number four? Number four is huge for me because this is when, you know, I talk a lot about demonstrating value. You have to learn how to communicate your accomplishments constructively and effectively, right? How are you articulating your accomplishments? The wins that you're having each day, the, the the little parties that you're having at your desk or, you know, wherever you're working from these days. I know that some folks are back in the office, some folks are at home, some are doing hybrid, wherever you are. But as you're winning, as you're accomplishing various things, how are you articulating that? Are you keeping it to yourself? Are you just sharing it amongst your colleagues or are you sharing it with leadership? How are you packaging that and constructively providing others insight into your accomplishments. I make it my business to ensure that the things that I am accomplishing that are significant, especially if they are impacting the 
bottom line of the company or it's showing my ability to manage stakeholders, manage subcontractors, um, advance in any particular area, right? Whatever it may be, I make it my business that my leadership knows that. My leadership not only knows it, but they see it. And I'm able to identify times, whether it is calling a meeting to have a conversation or speaking to those accomplishments within a meeting. And that's not bragging, right? You want to give context around it, but you want it to be very clear that you are not just sitting here head down, you know, working hard. You're sitting here head down, working hard and making an impact. And the only way people are going to know if you're making an impact beyond just seeing your work is that you what? Talk about it. Right. But you have to communicate about it in an effective and articulate and constructive way. Okay, that is incredibly important. And set aside again from this place of being promotable. Let's say you're having those types of conversations. You're positioning yourself within meetings, but you should also be what? Keeping that inventory of accomplishments, because when it comes time to have the conversation about compensation or promotion, You want to be in a position to where you already have the receipts, right? You already have all the information that you need that is going to back up that ask. But here's the thing about being promotable. When you're promotable, a lot of times the promotion and or the raise comes to you. (laughs) Let me say that again. When you are promotable, a lot of times the promotion and or the raise comes to you. I can honestly tell you that I'm probably at like a 50-50. There are times where I have... um, position myself to ask for increased compensation. But guys, there's also several times where the the compensation increases come to me unexpectedly. Rather, if I had a mentor and or sponsor that was advocating for me on the back end, or my leadership sees the impact that I am making, they see the value of my contributions that I am making, and they are positioning a promotion and or a raise to me. You need to position yourself to be promotable to where year over year, month over month, you are visibly, visibly, and and you're you're visibly showing, but you're also articulating the accomplishments and the value that you're bringing to the company. I had to put that together because I I wanted you to get that. It's, It's about being visible, which means we can't just be sitting working hard with our heads down and not articulating and talking about what we're doing. And then it's about how you're communicating, right? Those things have to marry together. All right, so that's number four. That's number four. Let's go to number five. I want you to expand your internal network. Yes, that means you have to talk to people. <laughs> you have to talk to people within your company and or organization that goes beyond your normal networking or your normal conversations, right? So a lot of times we're very comfortable and we're only talking to our team members or we're only talking to our peers or kind of our work friends. I need you to expand that. I need you to start, as as I was saying, you know, operating in the levels in which you want to be. I need you to start networking and engaging and interacting with those who you are looking to engage with more directly or work with more directly in your future, right? And how does that play into being promotable? Because you are showing, right? You are showing leadership. You're showing others that I can already operate and interact and engage at this level, right? I'm I'm already able to have conversations at a leadership level, at a director level, at a manager level, at a C-suite level. But you got to go play in that space, which means you have to expand your internal 
network. And I don't mean just a, you know, a hey on teams or, you know, if you're back in the office, you know, a conversation in the elevator. I mean, identifying intentional, meaningful interactions with this internal network that you're going to expand and grow. Right. Ask questions to those who you've not interacted with before. There's a project that you're interested in and want to work on. Let's ask questions about it. Right. If there's if there's a team that you're interested in uh, being promoted within, start interacting and engaging with that team. Where are there opportunities that perhaps the work that you're doing now might intersect with the work of that team? Does that make sense? Like I need you to start expanding that internal network. Stop just playing it safe and playing small and only talking and engaging with the people that you know. Let's start meeting. It's time to meet some new people. Let's start meeting some new people, okay? And let's start meeting new people strategically. That's the beauty of having an actual career plan. That's the beauty of actually mapping out, you know, your career moves because you, you can plot along the way where you know that there's people that you need to meet those that you need to interact with. So that's why I'm so excited about this upcoming training that I'm doing on May 4th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's gonna be a fantastic training to help you learn how to navigate that next career move and do what? Increase your salary all while achieving what? Work-life harmony. If you haven't registered for this workshop, I need you to get registered. I need you to get registered. You could do that one or two ways. Be sure you're following me on Facebook and or Instagram, professional underscore DNA. Go to the link in my bio. You could register right there. If you're a part of the email group, which you should be, our achiever goes out every other week. And in there, I'm also talking about our workshop as well as other strategies and tips and tactics that you can use to advance in your career. This workshop is going to be amazing and it is free. It is live, virtual, free workshop that is going to help you do some career mapping, navigating that next career move, and let's increase that salary, increase compensation. And a part of that increase in compensation is being promotable. So some of the things that we're talking about in this episode, we're going to dig in a little deeper in that workshop, okay? So be sure that you get registered for that if you're not registered already. All righty. So let's talk about the next two. We got two more left and then we are out of here. Okay. I'm telling you today's episode, we're rocking and rolling because it, it's, it's straightforward. It's honestly, it's, it's pretty straightforward guys. This is not about being in a position to where nobody can come take your spot. When you get yourself in that place of being irreplaceable, it is a challenge because oftentimes people are not ready to promote you. They don't want you to move out of that spot because it puts them in a vulnerable position. It puts them in a, a very, not only vulnerable position, but it, it also presents them some risk because who's going to come in and do the work that you're doing. But if they can keep you happy and, and keep you in that same little hole, that same little spot, that same little cubby that you've been in, they're going to do it. Because why? You've made yourself irreplaceable. Let's get out of that and let's make it so, you know what? Not only do we need to have her, not only does he need to be here, but we need him at a different level. We need her at a different level in a different division, leading different things. That is what is called being promotable. Okay? All right, last two. I, the, number six, I want you to adopt an expanded definition of your role may say, huh, Tarika, I want you to adopt an expanded definition of your role. What I mean by that 
is that stop playing it safe and just operating in your job description. I hear people so many times say, if I'm not getting paid more money, I'm not doing, I'm just doing exactly what I'm supposed to come in here and do. But you know what? You're going to stay exactly where you are. You've got to position yourself to where you are willing to expand the definition of your role now. Expand the definition of your role now so that you can position yourself for the next role that you're trying to get promoted into. But that means you have to expand now. Take on additional roles and responsibilities to demonstrate your ability to manage and lead, right? Take on additional projects or volunteer to be a part of a project that is typically not something your role would do. But you're willing to expand the definition of your role, one, to get the experience, and two, to be able to demonstrate that I can operate on this type of work. I can do this level of engagement. I can operate on this type of project. But if you just keep your role by the 10 little bullets in that job description, then we're going to stay where we are. I need you to expand the definition of your role. For example, I will tell you, when I uh, was operating as a deputy director, deputy project director, you know, there were several things that I was so grateful that, you know, my my boss, my project director and, and, and mentor really positioned me to learn, really positioned me to learn. And, and the reason why I was so appreciative of it is because it expanded the definition of my role. It took me to a place to where I was being positioned to one day be project director, right? And if I wasn't exposed to some of those functions, if I wasn't exposed to some of those um, interactions and meetings and reports and tasks, I-, I wouldn't have been as well positioned that I, you know, that I that I could have been. And so being able to have that exposure was incredible. And I oftentimes positioned myself, I wanted to know more. I wanted to expand my role. I wanted to go deeper. Why? Because I was positioning myself to operate in the places that I wanted to go, right? Notice how in most of the, the, the strategies that I've given you today are all driving towards the future. They're all driving towards a vision, right? They're all driving upwards, right? We're talking upward mobility. That's what being promotable is all about, that you're keeping your eye on the upward mobility of your professional journey. Okay. Number seven, last one. This one is tricky for many. And I leave it at the end because I know that sometimes we struggle with this and I want to give really good definition to it. Okay. I want you to be what people refer to sometimes in the workforce or in corporate America, as a good corporate citizen. A good corporate citizen. What I mean by that is that it's not always just about you, and I need you to find ways to give back to the organization. Consider mentoring someone, right? Consider helping your coworkers with projects, right? With their projects, things that have nothing to do with you, but you find a way to insert yourself. You know that you have a certain level of skills and capabilities. They're struggling, offer to help them, right? Offer to support them. When you do that and you position yourself as a valid resource in the company, it definitely positions you to be promotable, right? Because you are ultimately looking to advance the company by being a good quote unquote quote unquote corporate citizen you are you are doing 
you're, you're a do-gooder, <laughs> right? You're a do-gooder within the company. And I'm not saying just offer, go around volunteering your unpaid services. This is strategic. You're being strategic about who you mentor. You're being strategic about who you're offering to support, right? Because you want to ensure that you are demonstrating your ability to bring additional value to ultimately something that is important for the company or that is going to help the company's growth and advancement overall, right? As your colleagues, as your peers even recognize this type of value, they begin to get on the same campaign of promotability because they are excited. I cannot tell you for, you know, team members and staff who are actually excited for my growth as I escalated into other forms of leadership. Because I was able to engage and grow and mentor them at another level that they were happy to see the escalation into a higher level and supported it both internally amongst their peers and their colleagues and of course themselves. So being a good corporate citizen is helpful. And I'm telling you, start small. Start small with helping someone with a project, someone who might struggle with data analytics, and maybe that's a strong suit for you. Help them with that. Someone who struggles with writing, help them with doing peer review and saying, hey, I'd be happy to read that and review that for you. Whatever it may be. Someone who just needs mentorship, right? Just sharing with them some of the things that you've been able to do to find success or advancement or do something um, more efficiently, you know, within your team or division. All of those things makes you a good corporate citizen. And again, the reason I say people struggle with it is because sometimes they feel like, oh, I'm giving away my time for free. No, you're not. You're investing in your promotability. That's how we got to look at it. Okay. So again, 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 those key areas I'm telling you are going to help you shift from being irreplaceable into being promotable. And I know that you can do it. And if you want some additional support on how to map this out, how can you start to do some career mapping so that you can navigate that next career move, navigate that that promotability, if you will? I need to see you on May 4th in my career mapping workshop. May 4th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure that you get registered for this free workshop. It is going to be an amazing time to get the resources, strategies, and tactics, and actions that you can use to make sure you are promotable. Guys, this has been an amazing time as usual. You know how I feel about you. You have everything inside of you to be what? Your best and unique self. That is your professional DNA, your defined natural abilities to succeed. Until next time, bye.